0: Book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. We, we're not even going to get out of verse 1 today, man. We're, we're still dealing with verse 1. I'm got to speed this up a little bit. But I'm gonna read up to verse three just because it it ministers to us. Ephesians chapter one, verse one through three, and it reads from the Amplified. that if you don't have that version, it is on the screen before you and it reads as such in our hearing. Paul, an apostle, special messenger of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, by the divine will, the purpose and choice of God, to the saints who are the consecrated, set-apart ones at Ephesus, who are the also faithful, loyal, steadfast in Christ Jesus. May grace, that is God's unmerited Favor and spiritual peace, which means peace with God and harmony and unity and undisturbedness, be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. May blessing, praise, Agulation and eulogy be to God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing that is given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. Amen. 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 Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, just so in need of your Shekinah glory, in need of you to arrest us in your spirit. Father, take this message and allow it to preach me. Lord, do not allow Tracy to impede or hinder you from glorifying yourself. Lord, do it. Speak to us. Lord, we need you to speak to us. Lord, we need you to speak to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I agree with the song that the choir just got through singing. That uh, at some point in our Christian walk, we ought to get to the place where our knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us ought to make us begin to say I can't help yes. myself yes. Well, well praise isn't something that just happened on Sunday but, but throughout the week when we think about the goodness of Jesus that you get the can't help it and you don't care who don't understand it but it's a personal thing it's, it's a personal thing where God's been so good and you recognize the goodness and it, and it, and it, and it moves you to, to praise him and even in, in, in places that are not conductive for praise. Have you ever had a praise fit while driving your car? <laughs> Have you ever gotten a grocery store and started thinking about Have you ever went in your closet and saw all the shoes you got? And you remember that that only by the grace of God we ought to be constantly reminded of how He is blessing us continually. One of the reasons for this series is that I believe that one of the things that hold us back is our lack of knowledge our lack of understanding, our our lack of not information, but really seeing the depth of what God has done for us. Because I believe that if if our understanding was deeper, our praises will be higher. Uh, uh, I believe that the deeper we go in Christ, the more we get the can't help it. I I believe that the, the more that we understand and apprehend it, that that your walk, that our walk will get closer with Jesus. I, I believe that we fall in love with him more and more and more. I think that one of the things that, that is that is that is absent, if I dare say, from from the church or, or is becoming absent, is that that we have ceased to be in all. of God but our Christian walk is like looking through a window and each of us got our own personal window but it's not the glass that we know. It's, 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 not, it's not the clarity, it's not the clearness of the glass we know. Uh, the glass that they talk about when he talks about it in 2 Corinthians 3:18, is like a mirror with a glass, but it was glass that had not been perfected. Uh-huh. Yes. It is opaque, and, and, and though you can see through it, you can't see through it clearly <laughs> it's, 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 You know what that is saying? Though we see Christ, we don't see him totally clearly. None of us. And our job is to intensely look through the window to make out what we see. Hold Hold on, hold on. The problem is, is that the only ones that got a window are those that are saved. Those that are not saved are in complete darkness and no light is shining through. But wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, because because what we are looking for is the image of God that our sin nature has messed up. But our born-again spirit through the help of the Holy Spirit Is showing us the glory of Jesus more and more each day but wait a minute each of us see a different level of glory depending on how much knowledge we have how much we have allowed the Lord to work on us how hungry are we to see the Lord because some of us, even though we got a window, we're not looking through the window anymore. Paul sets the atmosphere to try to get the the Christians at Ephesus' attention, and he's trying to get our attention. The concept or or the thought that I brought forth is is that of of being saints, that of being set apart, that which is a process. It it begins in a bang, it it begins all at once. That born-again experience is an experience that is out of this world. That concept, that that experience, that when you accepted Jesus, it was the Holy Spirit that brought us into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and and changed our hearts, changed our attitudes, changed our disposition, and we became what what Second Corinthians five seventeen says, a new creation. Listen. We are not moving from being saved to being saved, the the, the being from saved to saved. You are either saved or you're not saved. And once the experience of regeneration has happened, as spoken of in Titus chapter 3, it cannot be redone, undone. It's a miracle. It's an act of God. A new nature has come to abide within you. Whether we learn how to activate it or not, if you're saved, it's there. Listen, one of the problems is we don't know who we really are in Christ. I believe that you cannot walk in what you do not know. Let me explain. If you had a bank account with $10 million in it and your name is on it, and all you had to do is show up with your, with your, with your, with your ID card and, 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 and get some money, but you don't know it's yours. It does you no good that your name is on their account Because you don't have the knowledge that is yours. Is it yours? It's yours. But you can't activate it. Do you know how many Christians are running around being defeated by the devil and they don't know that the devil We deal with stuff we don't have to deal with. We put up with mess that we don't have to take off the devil. Simply because our understanding of what has happened when we were saved and what is happening as he's taking us through this process, that we don't get it, it has not registered. It has not ching ching. But wait a minute, Have some things dropped in your spirit that now you know that you didn't know a couple of years ago? Wait a minute, wait a minute. And it set you more free than you ever been in your life? And you thought to yourself, if I knew this 10 years ago, I wouldn't have went through all the hell I've been going through. But now that I know, I ain't going back to what he brought me up. That's levels of glory. That's moving from one level to the next level of walking in what the Lord has for you. Let's see, verse one, where where, where we at? Consecrated and set, and being constantly set apart. Constantly being set apart. Let me run through some verses. Let me make sure we got this down pat. Let me make sure. Titus 3 and 5, Titus 3 and 5, talks about regeneration. Regeneration is a theological word, and that word really means that there's been something regenerated. Redone, created, formed in you. There is a process of God making something come alive. Allow, allow, allow me to allow me to add another word that, or another verse that, that we all all know, but we don't understand, and, and that is John 3.3. So "You must be, Amen. Yes, you got to be, yes, sir. Yes, sir. born again." Well, hold on. How can I be born again? How can you be born again when we're already born? Wait a minute. Did you know that in Genesis chapter five, that when Adam start having children, there was that verse brings us to a place of understanding something. It is just the opposite of Genesis chapter one twenty-seven. Genesis 1.27 says that Adam and Eve was made in his image and after his likeness. But Genesis chapter 5 says something totally different. Genesis chapter 5 says this. Verse 3 says, when Adam was alive 130 years, he became the father of a son. Listen, and his son was made in his own image. Look what it said. According to his image, his own likeness. Somebody said, well, if Adam was made in God's image, and that means his son made his image. So he was, his son was made in God's image too, right? Wrong. 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 You know why? Yes. You Genesis chapter 3, yes. Adam and Eve ate of yes. the tree yes. that they wasn't supposed to eat of. Yes. And his nature changed. So Adam was no longer in the image of God. He created his own image and said, I'm my own God. And ever since then, we've been jacked up ever since. Why? Because because notice what's happening now. Mankind from a man is no longer made in the image of God. He's made in the image of a man who has now made himself God. <laughs> it's right there. Listen, I don't quiver or argue with people who say, I was born this way. I say, yeah, you was born that way in sin. <laughs> Because the image of God that was supposed to be ours at birth is no longer ours. Listen, by creation we all God's children, but not all God's children in nature unless you're born again. There has to be that made-alive, born-again experience, because what God does is recreate in us what he started in Genesis 1.27. That we are made in the image of God. Now, the problem is, hold on, go go, go, go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Listen, we are a new creation. Amen. We are now made after the image of God. We are born again. There is a new spirit inside of us. You're not what you used to be. See, our thinking got to catch up with what has happened. See, if you're born again and you're still caught up in old ways, the problem isn't with your spirit, the problem is with your thinking. Cause in order to walk in what well, y'all still don't believe me, okay. listen. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things in my spirit, in your spirit has become new. First John. First John three. First John three. First John. First John, first John three and nine. Unless you understand what I'm just explaining, you can't understand this verse. This verse will throw you for, 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 for a loop, okay? Read this verse with me. No one who was born of God practiced sin, new sin, I mean, and, and, the, and the King James says, and New King James says, sins, sins, okay? sin. because, listen, his seed, stop right there, hold on. See, his see, who see, God see. When did God see Amen. take place the, when you was born again? Amen. He deposit in you his holy, uncorrupt, righteous seed. Okay, you don't believe me. Go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. Go to we're gonna come back to so put your finger right there. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. Ephesians 4, verse... That got started at 22. 23, 22. Okay, let's watch this. That you renew the spirit of your what? That's thinking. That's thinking. And what he's saying is, your spirit has been renewed. But now, the essence of your thinking... Has to be renewed to agree with what I have already done in you. Amen. Yes, sir. Listen, yes, sir. put on the new self. Well, yeah. what is the new self? Yeah. Look, look, hold on, read. What's, what's this? Huh, 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 huh. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Takes me back to Genesis 127. We're back at Genesis again. We're back at when he created us bread. He went, God, when God telling off the plants and I'm going to make them in my image after my likeness. Okay, look what he does. He says, the new you is made in a my likeness, created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Amen. Turn to somebody said say, that's in me. That's it, no, no, say it like you mean it. That's in me. Oh, shuck it, shuck it. That's in me. That's in you. That's who we are. Let's see where I want to go next. Someone still don't believe me, okay? First Peter. Now 2 Peter 104. Second Peter 104. 2 Peter 104. See, y'all get the benefit of that, the the 8 o'clock. I was throwing out verses that I didn't give them. (laughs) So half of the verses they didn't see. And what they do is they take notes back there (laughs) at the 8 o'clock so that they can make sure that they got the verses I'm going to call up. Listen, by these, he also granted to us his precious, magnificent promises so that by them that we may become partakers of his divine nature. We are partakers of his divine nature. We are partakers of his divine nature. There's no way we can look like Jesus if Jesus is not in us by the Holy Spirit. There's no way we can walk in the Spirit if the Spirit is not in us. I'm not talking about who we're going to be. I'm talking about who we are. Let's go back to 1 John 3. 1 John 3, and let's finish what um, that verse, where we left off our seed, because seed is that important part. 1 John 3, I think it's 9. There we go. Then no one is born of God, practices sin, because his seed, God seed, God. seed, Spirit abides in him. And listen, and he who the seed, the seed, the seed that is in you cannot sin. Because he is birthed from God. Hold on, that's what I'm saying. There's a seed, there's the spirit, there is a nature within you that cannot sin but the problem is you still got the old thinking there's a battle going on and if we learn to walk in the spirit our spirit nature will not sin but when we what blew me away is when I was reading about David and, and I think I talked about this so, but let me talk about it some more God says to David, when David sinned with Bathsheba and Uriah, he says, he says, why did you despise me? Uh-huh. I went back, read it again, read it in the other translations, and it's still the same, he said, why do you despise me? This is where I had a problem at. Lord, when we sin, we're not despising you, we're just stepping out of the will of your word. He said, Well, my word is me. He said, My word shows my character. And when you know me and you step out of my. He said, Let's watch this, watch this. When we get ready to disobey God, God's word, when we know about God, stands up. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Ah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's why it's so important to know uh, more of God's word because, because you get you thinking about it and something comes up out of nowhere. And even if you don't know but the, the particular text, the Holy Spirit lets you know something's wrong somewhere. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You don't have to know the particular verse, but you get a funny feeling, you shouldn't say, you shouldn't do, but you are about wreck Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you are born again, the Holy Ghost will make you feel funny before you do it. Then make you feel even funnier after you do it. born again and you just can walk in anything. Let oh, me Any, get my ears to where yeah. it The devil is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you can't tell me that the Lord doesn't show up right in time, right before you got ready to step in something. Yeah. He'll catch you misstep and say, uh-uh-uh-uh. That pause, that moment. We look at God because God is in his word. And when we step into it, we turn from him to whatever it is we're choosing to do that. Listen, it's funny how many times God will, will, will put a fence in front of us and stop us and, and stuff. But you know, if you keep on trying, God will let you climb the fence. The only problem is when you get ready to climb back over, oh. the fence got get higher. <laughs> and you can't make that climb anymore and you don't get back when you want to get back. What are you saying? I want us to see what we already have in us is more than enough to keep us if we really want to be cut. We can no longer use the excuse, I'm just human. Talking to somebody and they say, I'm just human. He said, We then said, No, can't use that as an excuse. No, if you are a Christian, you can't say the devil made me do it. If we are a Christian, we can't, we really can't say I'm just human. Because the source that we depend on. Is greater than the power that is in this world. Don't blame me, okay? First uh, John chapter four, verse four. What's this? First John four four. Now he's talking about us, y'all. He's talking about what he has done in us, right? Already done. Well, we'll wait until, but let me go ahead and quote it. This is what he says. He says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Little children, you have overcome them, what? The world. Hold on. You, you're not going to. You already have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because greater is he, the Holy Ghost, in you than he who, the devil, who's in the world. Amen. Do you know what that's saying? You, that there's nothing that can come upon you that you can't take. Amen. There's no pressure that God will allow to come your way that he has not already given you the strength. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It makes us go on our knees. It makes us call on the name of Jesus. But but when we get in position that, 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 that the Holy Ghost inside of you is more powerful than the devil in the world. You know what that means? Can't nobody stop us from becoming what God has called us to be. I mean nobody. I mean nobody. Nobody human. Nobody. No situation. Listen, Paul is writing this in a jail cell, and this boy is talking about how victorious he is. Who told you because your situation isn't as good as you like it that you're not victorious? Quit saying what you can't take. Start saying with the Lord Jesus, I will go through. I will overcome. 23 and 7 tells us that we as a man thinketh in his heart so your mind is powerful and if you I've been to the hospital to the side of a person whose body was shutting down and when I asked the nurse What's wrong with him? She said, nothing. Huh? Something of the past became too much for him to take emotionally. And his own mind started willing him to die. I'm not talking about an old man. I'm talking about a young man. And literally his kidneys Started, they couldn't begin to couldn't walk. Kidney started shutting down. I said, I said, well, well, why I got him on the psych floor? Because they said physically there's nothing wrong with him. What is happening is his mind is shutting down his body. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm, t- I'm standing there watching it happen. We'll go back week to week and saw the process of of, of of his body, literally. And if you say to yourself, I would never be able to overcome this, I'm stuck. And if, 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 if you can will yourself crazy. <laughs> Listen, when we begin to catch hold of who we are, you begin to have a strut about yourself. You begin to say, wait a minute. Now, <laughs> hey, hold up here. I'm going to see if this is from God or this is from the devil. Because because if it's from the devil, I'm going to speak to my situation. And I'm going to make sure he's not stepping over what he ought to be stepping on. And I have the ability in the name of Jesus to say, take your hands off my stuff. Now, if God is using Satan as a tool to test me, And then I got the strength to go through the test. Because if I didn't have the strength to go through the test, God wouldn't send the test my way. So God must have already given me enough grace to go through what I'm going to go through. So I made up in my mind, I'm going to stay right here. I ain't going no... Figure out where you are. Then, 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 then plant your feet and take your stand. Based on what? Based on what God has already given you. Based on who you are in. Preacher, I still don't understand that. I don't understand. What is it you don't understand? But this is what I think, this is where we miss it. You know, you can put faith in the wrong thing. And it will yield you bad fruit. How can I say this? Some of the stuff we say is so unbiblical. It's stuff that we heard grandpappy, grandmama, Great-great-grandmama said, and it done passed down through the ages. And here we done pick this stuff up, and it is mixed up in our belief system, and it is holding us back. John 10.10. John 10.10. Familiar verse, but let's look at it a new way. John 10, 10, familiar verse. But let's look at what it's really saying. The thief come to kill, steal, and destroy. Satan did that in Genesis, and he did it because he stole from us who we really are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hate to say this, I'm gonna disappoint some of y'all. This has nothing to do with stuff. Amen. This has nothing to do with big cars and a fat bank account and, and a matching on the hill. And, this has nothing to do with that. When the word life is it used is talking about the spiritual life that Christ gives to those who are saved. When it talks about he steals, kills, and destroys, it talks about what Satan has stole from us instead of us walking in the spirit and being made in the image of God, he has made human beings more animalistic. I think he laughs at the fact that some folks have bought into the lie of evolution that we came from apes. Because if you came from apes then there is no inherent value in you and we are more animals than God but when we are made from God there is moral there's a there's inherent worth of value just the fact that you are made in his image just the fact That God took dust and blew into dust just the fact that you're God's highest creation. You are somebody. I don't care what anybody else says. God made you to be somebody. If you are a human being, you are made to be somebody. God made you to be born again that he may recreate in you to his spirit, his image. There's something in you that is great. And if God did a whole of what he put in you, he will bring out of you greatness because that's the type of God we serve. So this abundant life is life that is beyond. You will become more like Christ. Amen. Amen. Zoid life, spirit life. That Though you are earthly bound, you will not trifle in the things of earth. You can be spiritually sound. Amen. Yes, yes, sir. yes sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes. Let's, 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 let's take this one home. Let's take this on home. I believe, and maybe it's just me, but 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 just in, in 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 just the concepts that we have talked about, and we go back to looking through those windows and each of us got a window to look through. Now remember, it is old glass, so you can't, you can't compare it to the new glass. This glass is kind of uh, opaque. This glass is, is lumpy because they do not have the manufacturing style that we have today to make glass like it is. So it is hard to see through, though you can see through it. Yes, sir. You are looking, and, 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 and from a standpoint, Spiritual speaking, because the earth is falling, because the devil is busy, because, because your, your, your mindset, our mindset is not where it should be. And because we, we, we haven't forgotten all the stuff we alert learned, and our mind has to be renewed. Our mind got to catch up with what happened in the spirit. We still allow stinking thinking to get in the way of what we see. That's why the word of God is so important because you got to compare the lie to a truth. And you don't know that it's a lie until you get enough truth in you that you can say, wait a minute, that's not right of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, give, give, give me, give me, give me, give me two more verses, I want to go through, give me two more verses, okay, just, just two more verses, okay, that's two more, I gave them about 20, but two more verses, okay, about two more verses, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, let's go there before I get to the last one, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 3, there we go, for though we walk in the flesh, Though you are earthly bound, though you walk in this world system, he says, listen, he said, our warfare, the type of warfare, you are not getting in a ring and fighting Satan physically. Though you want to knock somebody's dentures out, (laughs) that is not the appropriate action unless they hit you first. <laughs> You're just breaking an end to the situation, that's it. Ain't trying to hurt them. Okay, let's go on. Look, we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. Check this out. But the violently powerful for the destruction of fortresses. This takes me right back to Joshua. And I see them facing, trying to get into the promised land. And here right across the river is Jericho. Many armies have tried to defeat Jericho. Jericho was so fortified that they had chariots running across the top of the walls. I mean, it was like a highway, expressway that the wall was so thick. That's why Rahab lived in the wall because they had apartments in the wall. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yes, sir, yes, sir. So chariots would pass each other, going opposite direction that the walls was built. And they literally, they, and they were saying, you can't beat us. We got indoor water coming in. We got gardens in here. Can't nobody defeat Jericho. You no, know what Satan is lying to you? Satan is saying it's been this way for a long time. Why you think things gonna change now? Some of us have allowed a fortress to remain in our life and it has hindered us from pressing on the God because we're listening to the lie. So we gotta get back to the place that we quit listening to all the other voices. Adam and Eve in Genesis two, the only voice they could hear was the voice of God. But in three, God says, who told you you was naked? In other words, who you been talking to? Cause in Genesis chapter two, all they heard was God's voice. But when they disobeyed, Satan got into their thinking. Let me, let me just ask a question. Who you listening to? Yes. Listen. There's a whole lot of voices talking. Oh, yes, yes. There's folks talking in your ear. There's radio. There's TV talking in your ear. There's 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 there's, there's you talking in your ear. your experience talking in your ear Satan talking in your ear Uh but but the voice that we ought to hear above every other voice is the voice of God and unless you are in your word reading it how can you identify the Word of God Unless you got enough truth in you. How do you know whether it's God or yourself or the the, the bad sandwich you ate last night? The word of God will stand the test. Oh, yes, it will. But we got to be looking in the word of God not just to get information, but to see Christ. And when you see Christ, He'll show you yourself. You can't tell me that you're reading the Word of God truthfully and it won't make you change. It will make you change. It will make you want to change. You can't stay the same. Sometimes reading the word of God is uncomfortable because he will strip you naked and show you yourself. Next verse. We are, listen, we are destroying. You know what's happening now? Because the truth is going out, it is destroying some preconceived concepts that you had before you heard the truth. Right. <laughs> the truth makes the lie look like a lie. When you see the truth, though nothing else compare. Yeah. Unless you want to hold on to the lie. And that's another sermon. Let's go on. (laughs) And every lofty thing that rises itself against the knowledge, the understanding, intimacy with God. Listen, we are taking, we are taking everything that come through your mind, you don't have to catch. Because Satan has access to our minds. He sends a whole lot of thoughts. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, 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 you gonna go down on your knees and pray and while you're praying, these thoughts come across you. Hold on, that's not you. That's the devil. Let him pass on through. Matter of fact, open up your word and start speaking out loud to arrest your thinking. Okay, you know, you know, sometimes you got to do some praise time before you do prayer time because praise time helps you focus your mind so you can pray to God. I mean, sometimes you got too much TV before you hit the you can't watch. I'm trying to think of something. Somebody wives, basketball wives, LA wives, somebody wives, y'all know, I don't know, y'all know. And then go and pray, Lord I pray, hold on, all that mess is. Okay, let's move on. Go on. What's this? It says, it says, it says, it says, taking every thought captive. You got to tell your mind, no, 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 no. There's some things that don't have to come out your mouth. Should not come out your mouth. Because it takes a hold of us when it comes out our. Look what he's saying. Paul is saying, God has given us the authority to bring down anything that's not speaking the truth in our lives. To enable us to walk in the truth and not. And the truth shall set us free. Hold on. How does truth set you free? Truth helps you to believe by faith what God has already done so it can manifest itself in your life. Let's say that again. Though it's in my spirit, I can't walk in it until I agree what's in my spirit. But I don't know what's in my spirit until I find that promise of God that tells me who I am in him and the power I got because I'm his. Now, just because I read it don't mean it's mine because now I got to build it up to believe it. Because my experience have told me since I've been in bondage for the last 20 years that I will always be in bondage. So it may take the next five years for me to build up my faith to believe that that thing that held me for 20 years ain't holding me no more after 25 years. And when faith comes, There is a release in your spirit that now you can walk in what God says is yours. Listen, listen. The promised land was given to the children of Israel, but they had to fight for it. Listen, victory has been given. But you better bet, you got to fight for it. Do you think that the devil going to let go of you easily? Now, he don't have no power, but he's a good liar. And if he can lie to you and keep you where you're at, that sucker going to keep lying to you every day. And at some point, you got to say, I'm tired of your lies. I'm not listening to your lies but hold on that's not good enough because you got to replace the lie with the truth let's 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 go back to 2nd Corinthians 3 18 and we're out of here says we look through glass and what we are seeing is the glory of the Lord. Listen, none of us see all the Lord. We all see certain levels of His glory. Hold on, that one, watch this. What you see ought to be more than where you're at. Amen. If all that you see is where you're at, then you're not looking through the window. Are there something that is hindering you from seeing more? Oh, yes, uh-huh. yes, uh-huh. Watch this concept. The only way the Lord can hold us through all we go through is that he has to show us enough of himself to yes. keep us in awe of him. Yes. Yes. And yes. Understand what I'm saying? You have to love him more than life itself. But that just doesn't happen. It's because he's shown you enough of himself to make you be in that much in love with him. You have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now watch, hold on, watch, watch, watch this. So when you arrive at one level, he shows you Another level yes. yes, sir. Yes. of himself. Yes. Now, notice what I said. I didn't say information. I said him. Yes. The word shows you Jesus. Yes. Somehow, the word and the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit' job is not to teach you of the Holy Spirit; it's to teach you of Jesus. And the more and the closer you get to Jesus, the more of Jesus the Holy Spirit will show you. So what you saw last year was last year's revelation. You ought to have a revelation for this year. He ought to be showing you where you're not and where you want to be. Why do you want to be there? Because Jesus is there. And you want to look more like Jesus. So Lord, show us more of Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Now watch this. Watch this, watch this. This is, this is awesome. In order to get to the place where folks notice that we're looking through the window. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why? Because look what it's saying. Without us knowing it, if we keep on looking at what he's showing us, we at the same time is being transformed to look like what we see. Let me show show you you this. Let me show you this. Let me show you. He's bringing up out of you what he already put in you. Which is already himself in you through the Holy Spirit. So if you keep on looking at That which he has you enamored with, what is happening, the more you look at it, the more like it you become because that becomes your desire. And once you have attained that, he'll blow your mind in gear with something else so that you just keep on praising him a little bit more. Your praise ought to get higher every month, every week. You ought to praise him a little bit higher because what you thought you knew, now what you do know is better than what you thought you knew. So now you got more to praise him for because he's better than what you thought he was. Because the more you taste of Jesus, the better he gets to you. Now you can't help yourself because he's the best thing that ever happened to you and now you don't care what nobody has to say because it's your experience and you know for yourself that the Lord is good oh is there anybody in the house know what I'm talking about you thought he was good last year but he's better than that you thought he was good five years ago But it's better than that. Is there anybody in the house who's at the place? your valley, is who in the valley with you? And if Jesus is in the valley with you, he'll make you go, oh, he'll make you shout, he'll make you run, he'll make you jump, why? Because the Lord is just that. from glory to glory yes, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. from new level yes, Lord. listen yes, Lord. I'm crying. Yes, you don't have to brag about it. it folks will see it matter of fact you ought to get so enamored with Jesus that you don't even see yourself but folks see it. Yeah. and when they ask you, what is it about you? Don't say, I'm a good person, no you ain't. <laughs> when they ask you, what, what is different? Just tell them that you know somebody yeah. by the name of Jesus yeah. and it's the best thing. Yeah. He's the best thing. He's the very best thing that ever happened. That is what this is all about. That the experience that has already happened on the inside is showing up on the outside because you put enough word to agree. With what He is saying, and you be coming to understand who you are, who you are in Christ Jesus. But you gotta know Him. You gotta be born again first. Until you let Jesus in, you can do all the reading in the world and it's just information. But when you ask Jesus to come in your life, a change is going to take place. There's no way that the Lord comes in and you stay. You can go to church all your life but if you don't know Jesus, you can sing or preach but if you don't know Jesus, then you don't know how good he is. Today, I got preachers that will pray with you, that will talk with you.